Welcome to Northern Ag Network On Demand. If you like this program, we'd sure appreciate your comments on the show. Feel free to suggest to us if you've got news or stories you think your neighbors in Northern Ag Network country would benefit from hearing. We'd also like to take a second to thank BNSF Railway for sponsoring our program. BNSF Railway has been partnering with farmers for over 170 years. We thank them for the partnership. Enjoy the report. Hello everyone, Brett McRae here with your Noon Market Report, reporting today from Billings at the Montana Soil Health Symposium. Nationally recognized holistic range manager and recent North Dakota Agricultural Hall of Fame inductee, Jerry Doan was the keynote speaker this morning. His family operates the Blackleg Ranch near Bismarck. The multi-generational operation utilizes regenerative practices and multiple family-owned enterprises for different revenue streams. And then start looking at opportunities. I think every ranch or every farm has an unfair advantage. And most of us can't see it because we're too close to it. And whatever that might be in it, and, and within that lies some opportunity to do some things different. And Montana State University's College of Agriculture has announced finalists for a new leadership program focused on sustainable agriculture and agritourism. The Montana Agritourism Fellows Program will center on the goal of developing leaders to advance sustainable agritourism. The fellowship is designed to engage agricultural producers and train them in methods of communicating and promoting sustainable agriculture for farmers, ranchers, professionals, and communities. A few of the finalists announced today include Todd and Molly Barkley of Baker, owners of Barkley's Homegrown LLC, exploring year-round greenhouse agriculture. Tana and Tiana Cannon of Glendive, multi-generational ranchers, exploring the Ranching for Profit Sustainability Program. Andy Fieseth of Helena, the Montana Department of Agriculture Bureau Chief, exploring agritourism development. Laura Garber from Hamilton, director of Cultivating Connections and owner of a diversified vegetable farming operation, exploring community agriculture education. Those are just a few of the finalists at Montana State's Agritourism Fellows Program. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. The past year represented a record for the value of U.S. agricultural exports. Veronica Nye, American Farm Bureau Federation senior economist, explains the final trade data for 2022. When the 2021 values came out, we were all super excited and wondered if we could ever top that. But in 2022, U.S. ag exports blew previous records out of the water. We reached over $196 billion in U.S. ag exports in 2022. Now, the story changes a little bit when we go to the volume side. We've actually saw a decrease of 6% by volume. Nye says high commodity prices were one of the factors that contributed to a lower volume of agricultural exports, and that again this year, the rate of increasing exports to developing countries was higher than increases of exports to developed countries. The Agricultural Risk Coverage and Price Loss Coverage Program deadline for the 2023 growing season is March 15th. 
However, agricultural economist and extension specialist Brad Lubbin with the University of Nebraska-Lincoln says the potential for those programs to make payments this year is not very high. DTN reports that crop revenues and prices for row crops and wheat are all projected to be much higher than the effective reference and benchmark prices for the programs. Lubbin says commodity prices would have to decrease by 40 or 45 percent to trigger PLC payments and 45 to 53 percent to trigger payments for ARC. We at Nelson Livestock invite you to our 48th annual bull sale with over 50 years of breeding Semitol and Semangus cattle. We are offering 70 bulls on February 13th at the ranch south of Weibo, Montana. You can find more information on our website, nelsonlivestockco.com. You can look us up on Facebook or call 406-588-3371. See you at the sale. Lunch will be waiting. Heading into Wednesday afternoon, the cattle complex is trading mixed with those feedlots looking again this week for sharply higher cash trade. That market hasn't seen any interest yet, of course, still early in the week, as asking prices are noted sharply higher compared to last week. Taking a look at where those futures currently sit, March feeder cattle down two pennies at 187.17, April down 20 at 191.15. April live cattle up 20 cents at 163.80, June up 10 cents at 159.90. For those local auctions at the Blue Ribbon 2 sale at the public auction yards in Billings this week, all classes of bred cows and heifers were two and $300 a head higher compared to the last sale. Bred heifers from 1,850 up to 2,135. Two and four year old bred cows from 1,825 up to 2,300. Older bred cows from five to eight years old from 1,650 to 2,075. Short term bred cows from 1,300 up to 1,585. And feeder cattle had sharply higher undertones on Tuesday in Riverton. Heavy five weight steers from 210 to 223. Light six weight steers from 204 to 212. Heavy six weights from 192 to 204 and a half. Heavy five weight heifers from 186 to 194. Way up cows at Riverton mostly from 74 to 81 cents. Bulls from 94 to a dollar and a penny. Spend a few days in Billingstown. Come to the Mate Show. Look around. Montana Agri-Trade Exposition. It's the Mate Show, February 16th through the 18th at Metro Park. With over 600 booths with the latest ag innovations. Attend presentations, see the bullpen, and get answers to your farm and ranch questions. Plus, enter to win prizes from CMB Operations and Slumberland. For free tickets, visit any Stockman Bank location or themateshow.com. Montana Agri-Trade Exposition. Of course, the big news in the grain markets today is USDA released its latest World Agricultural Supply and Demand report. Significant impacts for wheat were lacking, although futures are heading higher into Wednesday afternoon. The agency did, in fact, increase both domestic and world-ending stocks, as well as the expected amount of wheat to come out of the Black Sea next year. Kansas City winter wheat up nine and a half cents in March at eight ninety five. May up seven and a quarter at eight eighty two. Minneapolis spring wheat up eight cents in March at nine twenty five. May up seven and a half at nine seventeen. Chicago soft red winter up nine and a quarter in March at seven fifty nine. May up eight and a quarter at seven sixty nine. March corn up one and a half at six seventy five. May up three quarters of a penny at six seventy three. Soybeans down one and a quarter in March at 1514, May down two and a quarter at 1508. 
so far this morning. 14 Pro Spring Wheat up five cents at ten dollars and two cents out in Portland. Soft white wheat unchanged from eight forty-five to eight fifty-five. Cash bids for 12 Pro Winter Wheat at Export Terminals up five cents from ten fifteen to ten twenty-five. On the Northern Ag Network, I'm Brett McRae.